0: And welcome back to the Outbreak Podcast. This is your hub for all things gaming and entertainment related talk, as well as the dark corners of the internet. I'm your host on this wild ride, William Key. It's been a bit of a crazy time this week. Uh, first and foremost, uh, I actually had to go uh, with my wife to a dental hygienist for my son, Finn, because uh, we thought he had something called a lip tie. Turns out, um, Upon doing the assessment He actually didn't have He had a lip tie But it was actually passable, And we didn't have to do surgery on it But he also had a tongue tie And he had to get surgery on that So we had to do that this afternoon He was a little upset For about like 10 minutes And then he was fine so hopefully, it, it sort of helps with the the reflux that reflux that he's been having, um, so that he's not getting so sick after feedings, and he's not being so gassy and grumpy. And also, it may help with um, his sleep too, because he's also been sleeping with his mouth open, kind of snoring a little bit. And then that's made me think, because we were watching sort of an instructional video on how it's done, and. Uh, I then thought to myself oh my gosh maybe I have this it turns out that it is hereditary uh, so it was possibly passed down by myself or my wife I probably have it too because I tend to be more of a mouth breather and they say that if you ha- if you get the lip tie fixed that your tongue should rise naturally to the roof of your mouth when you sleep therefore you close your mouth when you sleep and you should avoid snoring This seems like a more relatively new thing that they've been looking into for the past like decade or so, uh, because I don't recall ever hearing about lip or tongue tie surgeries back in the 90s, uh, and I don't think my parents really knew much about it, because I was told as a kid that I had really bad reflex, I got sick a lot, uh, spit up a lot, um, and and Fen was doing a lot of that as well, so that's why uh, my wife Sam thought better get him checked out because it's good to get an assessment done and if he does have it we'll deal with it and it'll be better quality of life for him going forward the other thing too that has happened this week is that our province of ontario just got put into another provincial emergency stay-at-home order thanks to our good friend mr premier doug ford if you don't know who doug ford is he is the brother of famous toronto mayor who recently passed away in the last couple years rob ford Uh, They determined that the COVID-19 situation is at a a critical stage and that they must act quickly and decisively to stay ahead of these deadly new variants. Because while it seems like cases are going down in other areas, uh, and I was looking at an article that suggested that Canada's COVID numbers may actually rise above the U.S.'s numbers, I've been wondering this for the past couple of weeks before they even announced the stay-at-home order, because it seemed as though... I have a lot of friends down in the states and a lot of them were going to get checked for um getting their vaccines and i'm sitting here wondering okay well so far only our 55 and over crowd is getting the vaccine at this point um so when is it going to come to the rest of us and it just hasn't been shipping out as quickly but it, then this makes a little more sense because we've been getting rampant numbers going back up again uh, which has sort of intensified uh this situation and we've sort we've been sort of delayed in getting the vaccines out to everybody. Um, whether that's a problem dealt at the provincial level or the federal level with our, with, uh, Justin Trudeau, our prime minister is, you know what politicians, they all do things their own way. I I can't speak for any of the other provinces in Canada, but I just know that things have not been the greatest. Uh, in fact, during our last, uh, lockdown and, and sort of issues that we've been dealing with. It seemed as though they were keeping schools open um, and they were keeping essential businesses open. But now with this new stay-at-home order, they're closing all businesses and even the ones that are considered essential businesses like a Walmart or Superstore, uh, they're closing off sections of the store that aren't deemed essential. So you can't buy anything like clothing uh, in stores at the moment because it's not necessarily deemed essential. But I had a friend on Instagram that actually made an interesting post because Uh, She and her fiance are about to have a baby in the next couple of months, and they need to get prepared. They need to buy some baby clothes when the baby comes around, and we're in a lockdown for about a month now. Uh, So they're going to be far behind in where they should be for getting these clothes for their newborn baby coming soon. Now, there is a silver lining to this whole situation, and it's a very faint one because this actually doesn't even apply to my area. So uh, I read this article in the Toronto Star. It's sort of an interactive uh, article, and I even posted it over on my Discord chat if you want to look at it. If you do live in the province of Ontario, there is a COVID vaccine headed to certain major hotspots of Ontario. Uh, This includes a lot of uh, regions such as the Peel region, which consists of bigger cities like Mississauga and Brampton as well as the city of Toronto in certain postal codes that they're looking at for these. Now in the area that I live in, there's only one postal code listed and it's not even for our town. So we're still gonna be waiting quite a while for this vaccine. But this vaccine that they're shipping out now is for everybody 18 and over. So that's a large um, speck of the population, especially in those major hubs like Mississauga and Toronto, as well as Hamilton. Places that are rampant in COVID numbers and they definitely need those vaccines as soon as possible. Now, before we get into some of our news stories, I wanted to drop a couple of quick thoughts because this past week and a half, actually, past two weeks, because it's been about two weeks since I uh, did an episode. I apologize. I didn't get one out last week just because I was home with the family celebrating the Easter long weekend. Well we had a couple of trailers drop. this includes trailers for sh- for the upcoming show Loki. we got Space Jam 2, we got Black Widow, we got Suicide Squad, Mortal Kombat tons of new trailers. I'm only going to talk about the first four that I mentioned just because I haven't watched the Mortal Kombat one. Uh, first off Loki, I get a bit more details on on sort of this time the time variance and um, the time authority in this and as well as Owen Wilson's role in this show. Uh, We also learned that this version of Loki is not the original Loki, but I think we knew this already, because the Loki that went back, uh, that took the Tesseract and traveled with it, was a variant from going back in time from the multiverse. So it wasn't the version from Infinity War that was killed at the beginning of the film. So that made it pretty clear Uh, so i'm looking forward to that show and it'll definitely be dropping probably just as soon as falcon and the winter soldier is done again i'm only four episodes into falcon and the winter soldier now so i don't have my thoughts yet and i figure maybe i'll leave it until the series is done i think there's two more episodes left to go all i can say is so far now it's actually starting to ramp up and get a bit more interesting next up uh i'm going to talk about black widow very briefly of course uh this film has been confirmed to be coming out to disney plus on premiere access and it's coming out in july i had a debate about whether or not uh it was worth it to put certain films on disney premiere access i think anything marvel related i will be willing to spend the 30 dollars. i know i'm going to get good content. I just think that we were burned pretty early on when they premiered Mulan on Disney Plus as, a, as the first film with a premiere access. I don't think it was a good test of the $30 pay. I honestly think that they should have done something where they maybe had ties with something like Uber Eats and you can get yourself some popcorn and drinks with the movie to make it really feel like that at-home movie theater experience. I, uh, but, you know, to each zone own, I think it's just one of those things that... You can just as easily wait for the film to come out two or three months later. Uh, they don't sit on Premiere Access for very long because I think now you can also access Raya and the Last Dragon. That one was on Premiere Access for a little bit. Other films that are coming down the, down the pipe, uh, I think Cruella is also going to be on Disney Premiere Access. I don't remember if Luca is supposed to be as well. Those are two films I probably won't pay for, but Black Widow, I mean, if I don't get to it in time, I definitely do want to watch it uh suicide squad now we got a full trailer for suicide squad this one actually looks amazing and of course they lean heavily into the mind of the wacky mind of james gunn all these characters look hella fun i didn't realize that sylvester stallone was in this film and he's actually doing the voice of king shark that actually surprised me because i thought steve Agee was doing it but i think he's doing sort of the mocap for king shark and sylvester stallone is providing the voice um and this trailer also confirms that starro the conqueror is going to be in this film and he's referred to as a kaiju because i mean that's sort of the reference i guess they have to reference it to something like a godzilla right uh so he's like a giant monster that they're going to be fighting but i don't think he's going to be the main villain who the heck knows uh, it looks like it's going to be a lot of fun as well this will set up the uh, hbo max series for peacemaker which is john cena's character which should be coming either later this year early 2022 Uh, But I definitely think that there's plenty of characters within the Suicide Squad ranks that may be worthy of their own miniseries. Who knows? It all depends on how this series plays out. I'm still hoping for... um, I want to see more development with uh, Will Smith's Deadshot. Now, it is confirmed that Idris Elba is not playing Deadshot in this film. He was originally cast to replace Will Smith, but now he's playing his own character, Bloodsport, in this film. Uh, As well, I think I was also seeing something on Twitter trending for... um, people asking for a Deathstroke HBO Max television show with Joe Mangiello. I mean, I'd be okay with that, too, actually. I think that he deserves his time in the spotlight. He's only been kind of uh, given two small, brief snippet roles in Justice League, especially in the Zack Snyder Justice League, It was a bit more fleshed out because he appeared in the nightmare scene. So I look forward to seeing if anything comes about from this. Because you know if the fans start talking, things may start to come to light. People are now requesting for the air cut of the original Suicide Squad film. And now they're trending on Deathstroke HBO Max. So we'll see if anything plays out from that. Finally, I want to talk about the Space Jam 2 trailer. I mean, I I was a bit delayed in talking about this. I didn't even want to watch it. I actually was going to just protest against it. If you guys have been following me since my days on the... I can't remember if I posted this on my Will173 channel or... And actually, it might have been on the Stardust Drive YouTube channel. This movie has been in development, I believe, since 2012 or 2013. They've been talking about doing a Space Jam film with LeBron James at the helm. So, this is close to a decade that this film has been tossed around. And now it's finally coming to HBO... uh, Is it HBO Max? Yeah, I, I believe so. And so, and somebody on the Discord server made the comparison that it's Space Jam combined with Ready Player One. And while that does seem like a great idea, I really, I don't understand why this is necessary. Um, The only subtle differences I'm noticing besides LeBron are the fact that you're not restricted to Looney Tunes characters now. It seems like there's different worlds for the different shows, like the Game of Thrones, I even saw cameos from Pennywise the Clown in there, as well as characters from Clockwork Orange were showing up in this. Like, hello, this is meant for kids. Why are we getting these characters showing up in here? But it's all background characters. I don't think they're going to have larger roles as well. I think LeBron was trying to put together a team that included Superman and I think Gandalf as well on a basketball team, which I was like, okay, that's kind of strange. But I mean, these are all properties, I guess, owned by Warner Brothers, so want to milk this as hard as it can be again I don't really think this is going to be anything special it's just going to be a much flashier um, live-action CGI animated version of Space Jam now with LeBron James set for more modern era I think this is meant for the kids I don't know if I'm going to watch it I may watch it if I have some you know large bottle of alcohol in front of me and I really want to just waste away a sad evening Maybe I'll throw on Space Jam, uh, A New Legacy is what it's called. I also, I really don't like that title. <laughs> I really, I, I just don't like anything about this film, and I hope that it crashes and burns, just so I can say I was right. Now, it's time to get into some of our stories. The first one I want to talk about is, there is rumors and speculation. Uh, this comes to us straight from the direct.com. Uh, I don't know how legitimate this website is, but... Uh, As reported in Bubble Blabber, which covers adult animation news, it is rumored that Disney is actually discussing the possibility of finally producing an R-rated Deadpool series starring Ryan Reynolds for Disney+. There has been actually talk about a Deadpool animated series uh, ever since 2017. In fact, uh, Donald and Steven Glover were actually tied to make a 10-episode series order from FX, but the project fell through about a year later due to creative differences, and now... Disney completing the purchase of Fox, it looks like we may possibly see a Deadpool series take form on Disney+. Plus. So, that'll be interesting. And also, when asked, Deadpool creator Rob Liefeld said that he had actually heard about this rumor. But it doesn't mean that anything is coming to light. So, it's actually unknown if this will unfold into a series. But I think that while, yes, they are producing a Deadpool 3 now at uh, Marvel Studios, I honestly who wouldn't want to see more content starring ryan reynolds as deadpool i don't even mind if it's an animated series i'd be all over that so i really do hope that we see um the unfolding of this uh series on uh disney plus because it seems like now with the disney plus star uh attachment they're adding a bunch of new and exciting shows and it's actually making disney plus much more attractive Uh, in comparison to its competition, its direct competition, which is Netflix. I cannot remember the last time I watched a Netflix show, actually. uh, The only things interesting coming to Netflix these days seem to be documentaries. So maybe that's all they've been uh, restricted to ever since uh, The Office and Friends left that platform. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, We'll see what comes of the story. Now, next up, this one is an example of... Uh, even though you are capable of achieving and doing something, should it really be done? Elon Musk's partner company, Neuralink, had tweeted the other day that they do, in fact, have the technology to build their own version of the Jurassic Park. But is this really something that should be brought to light? Now, Neuralink's long-term goal is human enhancement with a device that Musk coins as Neuralace. Uh, This idea was discussed at the Code Conference in 2016, and Musk stated that it would be a digital layer, some sort of a third layer above the cortex of the brain. Musk's partner, Max Kodak, had tweeted on April 4th, claiming that the Neuralink could possibly design their own Jurassic Park, involving, quote, maybe 15 years of breeding and engineering to get super exotic novel species. I was reading the article, um, this came to us from Screen Rant, and... There was a direct quote from Dr. Ian Malcolm himself in here, actually at the end, that said, just because you can doesn't mean that you should. Who the heck knows if Hodak is actually t- just talking out of his ass to uh, get some trend- get this as a trending tweet? But you have to ask yourself, if you guys have seen how the events of Jurassic Park have, have unfolded, is this something that we really want to see come to light? Oh, but you know, there'll be... A- you know isolated on an island and they won't escape and they'll be in cages well you've also got pterodactyls they can fly they can just fly away are they going to be in cages too it reminds me of all this talk and i remember watching the film um i robot like years ago when they were talking about super intelligent robots and oh you know these robots are only are, are not designed to kill people but sure that they have like some sort of kill switch that would automatically turn them into killing machines you know, we're already creating uh robots. If you've seen any of the Boston Dynamic robots, sure it seems innocent enough that they're doing backflips and they're doing dances to like uptown funk and stuff like that, but you could easily flip a switch and they could be on killing rampages. Like the one dog robot reminds me of the one from that episode of Black Mirror, I think it was Metalhead, where the dog was just chasing this woman throughout the the desert. And I'm like, yeah, robots could easily get to that point. We are already sort of possessed by by robots and computers, by the fact that we are basically got one attached to our hip, that even if it doesn't vibrate, we feel that sort of phantom sensation of of a vibration if somebody, say, doesn't text us, or we're expecting a text message, that's almost ingrained in our brains. And now, for, for people our age, it's hard to imagine what life would have been like before cell phones, even though we did live with, without cell phones for a long time. I mean, it's not like we were, you know, exposed to televisions, we were exposed to radio and all that sort of thing. And we also were the early, most early adopters of the internet. But even so, uh, kids these days are not going to know uh, a world without television, smartphones, And quick access to everything at their fingertips they're just not going to know that again i don't know where things are going to go 15 20 years from now and whether or not neuralink is really going to do something like this but i really don't think they should i really think that they should just stop touching dinosaurs just leave the dinosaurs dead they they're happier dead are they happier dead I'm, i'm sure nobody's really happy being dead i don't know i think we're just speaking for all the dinosaurs when we should say just just leave the dinosaurs alone they didn't do anything. We didn't ever have to interact with them. And you know what? Elephants are kind of like dinosaurs. You know, we can just interact with elephants and giraffes. Uh, they're big enough that they're kind of like dinosaurs. And as far as I know, elephants don't eat people. And I'd rather not be living in a world where I have to live aside, alongside an animal that could potentially eat me. Other than that, I would probably go live in the ocean and fear for my life. You know, because I have a, a fear of deep water i don't know if it's like an actual phobia but i get very jittery and very like uncomfortable when i can't see my feet I, I don't know where i'm going with this i'm i'm actually just rambling on at this point basically it's elon musk stop touching things like this just just go keep working on your tesla cyber truck or whatever the heck you're working on or also keep tweeting about dogecoin that's that's a little more innocent Finally, I've got a very interesting story uh, coming to us from CNN. This is actually from the end of March. Uh, I held on to it for a while because I thought it was a very interesting story. And I didn't even realize that this was sort of a a response to another product that had been released before by this same company called MSCHF, otherwise known as Mischief. Uh, Nike is actually suing this collective that uh, released a version of shoes that had the Nike logo on them. They were branded "Satan Shoes" by the artist Little Nas X, the one who did um, "Old Town Road." He actually produced a pair of uh, Satan shoes, and I think he used them in a recent music video. Now, this lawsuit was filed um, back in March. Nike accused the product studio of trademark infringement over the designer's 666 pairs—sorry, 666 pairs—of modified Nike sneakers that were made in collaboration with the Old Town Road singer. Now, all 666 pairs of the shoes were sold that Monday that um, the lawsuit came out. Now, Lil Nas X is named as party in the lawsuit, and representative of The Musician did not respond to calls or emails requesting comment. Now, in its complaint, Nike had asked the court to order mischief to permanently stop fulfilling orders for the unauthorized Lil Nas X Satan shoes. I actually think these these shoes look kind of cool, though. Sorry, I don't know why I put that in there. Uh, The lawsuit notes that social media users have threatened to boycott Nike over the controversial shoes. This I don't understand. Why would social media users boycott Nike? I mean, if this company is using Nike's logo in their um, branding for these shoes, then it is copyright theft, right? Now, this isn't the first time that this company has done this. Uh, The company had also released a pair of custom-made Jesus shoes back in 2019. And if you click the link in the cnn article that takes you to this all right so i'm sorry to have kind of jumped around i was actually trying to click into the jesus shoes article because there is um these satan shoes are obviously a follow-up to that it's like a sequel but both the uh links to the jesus shoes and satan shoes um products have actually been replaced by an official statement that was released on april 1st by mischief let's keep in mind i haven't read the statement yet i'm actually going to read it now here this was released on April 1st. So I don't know if this is going to be some tongue-in-cheek statement or if it's just piss-poor timing on when they released it. The following is an official statement regarding the court case between Mischief and Nike. Mischief is a conceptual art collective known for interventions that engage fashion, art, tech, and capitalism in various, often unexpected mediums. We believe it is better to make art that participates directly in its subject matter. It is stronger to do a thing. Than to talk about a thing mischief makes artworks that live directly in the systems they critique instead of hiding inside white walled galleries there is no better way to start a conversation about consumer culture than by participating in consumer culture we choose a specific medium to engage with a specific subject matter we will make shoes stream video publish books make paintings and sculpture build apps or web services Everything is in service to the concept. Mischief is fully context chameleonic. 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 Over a year ago, we released the Jesus Shoes. As a manifested speculative artwork, Jesus Shoes conflates celebrity collab culture and brand worship with religious worship into a limited edition line of art objects. Last week's release of the Satan Shoes, in collaboration with Lil Nas X, was no different. Satan Shoes started a conversation while also living natively in its space. It is art created for people to observe, speculate on, purchase, and own heresy only exists in relation to doctrine who is nike to censor one but not the other (laughs) satan is as much a part of the art historical canon as jesus from renaissance hellmouths to milton Satan exists as the challenger to the ultimate authority. We were delighted to work with Lil Nas X on Satan's shoes and continue this dialogue. We are not affiliated with Nike, as we have consistently iterated to the press. We were honestly surprised by the action Nike has taken. And immediately after Nike's counsel sent us notice we reached out but received no response. Mischief strongly believes in the freedom of expression, and nothing is more important than our ability and the ability of other artists like us to continue with our work over the coming years. We look forward to working with Nike and the court to resolve this case in the most exped- exped- expeditious manner. Given the current circumstances, this action will, by Nike will also prohibit Lil Nas X's Twitter giveaway for Satan's Shoes Edition 666 from happening indefinitely. We appreciate everyone's patience and continued support during this process. Better to reign in hell than serve in heaven. (laughs) That is like, that is a bold statement. So I honestly, I'm surprised that, I mean, they're just claiming it's art and they're also bashing Nike for suing them over the Satan shoes, over the Jesus shoes. Obviously we know that Jesus, um, that Nike probably supports Jesus and that's why Nike probably didn't touch the Jesus shoes at the time. Uh, It seems like this lawsuit only applies to the Satan shoes. While I think we all wish to believe that we act in the good Christian faith and that we are represented as do-gooders, I guess Nike is afraid of their brand being used in support of Satan. That's the way I'm reading it here. But ultimately, this this comes down to the fact that this was sort of copyright infringement. Especially the fact that they didn't even hide the fact that they used the Nike logo in their product. Like, you can see it clearly on the shoe. Uh, If they have pictures of the shoes, you can go and look up the Jesus shoe and the Satan shoes on Google find them on images because it seems like the websites for these items directly is not available and has been replaced by this statement the thing i forgot to mention actually off the top of this was that this was part of a segment uh for behind the cyber veil which i'm testing this segment out i've also added the behind the cyber veil as a chat room in my Discord server. If you guys don't follow me over on Discord, I recommend that you do. It's a great place to talk, and we're getting new members every day. So it's fun to engage, and I'd love to talk to you guys about basically anything under the sun. But, unfortunately, this podcast has to come to a close for tonight. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. You can head over to my blog, wkey.wordpress.com, where I occasionally but more recently than not, never. will post blog pieces, news articles, uh, reviews, opinions on generally anything I find interesting. Over on the socials, you can follow me on Facebook, facebook.com backslash The Outbreak Podcast. On Twitter, this podcast Twitter handle is at Podcast Outbreak, but please feel free to follow me on my personal Twitter at Will Key. I am much more engaging and much more fun to talk to over there. I'd say the at Podcast Outbreak uh, Twitter handle is just for basic bitch news. Okay, and also for posting the podcast links. So if you want to talk to me directly, try to reach out to me via my personal Twitter, as I mentioned. Have you guys checked me out on RedBubble.com? If you search William Outbreak, it'll take you to the Outbreak Podcast RedBubble site. Please consider purchasing one of my shirts. In fact, we have a new brand. The uh, I have this song on Rock Band uh, line, which... Actually, my face looks really good on a shower curtain. So I would really consider, I think that's the number one product you should buy right now before a shirt. You don't even need a dress, just buy a shower curtain. It helps keep the water in the tub and it also has my face on it with a rainbow. Okay, like I think that's pretty cool. I was actually thinking of buying the shower curtain and replacing the one in my, in my mother and father-in-law's bathroom with the shower curtain that's got my face on it and see if they actually keep it. Um, so I'm going to talk to Sam about that when I get home and see if she actually thinks that that's a funny idea because I think that's a hilarious idea. Again, I mentioned uh, you can go over to my Discord server. Please join the Discord server and start engaging. I talk to basically anyone on that server. And if you guys have any creative or interesting stories to talk about, or if you even want to be a guest on the show, feel free to reach out to me. That was the one thing I forgot to mention off the top was that I am you know, nipping at my heels here, man. I'm I'm really hoping to eventually start to work on getting guests on soon. And I actually did a test uh run with my wife over Zoom to see if Zoom was a feasible option. Uh so I may be starting to reach out to people more more sooner than I thought uh to do guest spots because I really want to mix it up. I want to try something different. And again all these links that I've mentioned will be found on my Link tree as well. And that's where you can also find this podcast link. This podcast is on podbean.com. That's where we're hosted. Podbean is excellent. But you can also find this podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast, whether it be Apple, Spotify, Google, listen listen notes. Excuse me, I just burped. Player FM, I don't know, Castro, Castbox, whatever the fuck those names are. Uh, and also feel free to leave me a review over on podchaser.com. If not, you can also leave one on Apple Podcasts. I really like looking at reviews. I tend to put my son in front of the computer and I'll point at a nice review. And then he looks at me and he's like, dad, you've already shown me that like seven times. Uh, please feed me. And then I say to him, son, you'll get food when you smile at me, uh, for showing you these reviews and be thankful that your dad is doing an excellent job keeping up with, uh, releasing episodes of the podcast. And then he says, I love my mom more than I love you. He actually said that he's a four month old. And he said that to me, it's a quote I, I guarantee it. I, he did say it. If you don't believe me, just go ask my wife. He, he said it, like, literally two days ago. I know, I was surprised, too. I was like, you're four months and you're already saying full sentences. Like, that, that's crazy. Anyways, thank you guys so much for listening and listening to me ramble on about different things today. Have yourselves a great night.